Welcome to Oilfield Talk. My name is Trey Fought, and I'm host of Oilfield Talk podcast. We want to speak with workers from all other aspects of the oil and gas industry and allow them the outlet to tell some crazy, amazing stories you just wouldn't believe are true. Not just the wildcats, the drillers, the roughnecks, the roustabouts, but the land-based offshore drilling operations, service companies, vendors, third-party personnel, production, transportation, all aspects of the industry that provide expertise throughout the oil field industry. But each of these have many, many hilarious stories to share about their time in the oil patch. I have no doubt that we will be able to share entertaining stories or tell tall tales that anyone who works in the industry will appreciate and get a hearty laugh while listening. But this is also going to be a family podcast. We'll be able to invite our families at home to listen. Although they won't believe half the stories we share, they may have a couple of dozen questions. Maybe it will give them and everyone a greater appreciation of the jobs we have in the oil field and why we enjoy our oil field family for half a year. So please take an hour or so out of your day. Give a listen to the Oilfield Talk podcast. Hope you enjoy the stories as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. All right, so we are at the Rig Zone Oil and Gas Job Fair. And uh, my name is Trey Fought, and you again are Greg Bianchi. Greg Bianchi and Jacob David. Jake, Jacob David. So Jacob was just telling me he's from Orange, Texas area, and his plant's shutting down. So he's out fishing for jobs. I'm from Louisiana. What part? Uh, Central Louisiana by Alexandria. Well, I graduated from Ash. Okay. I, you know where I'm talking. <laughs> I know exactly where you are. That's home. Yeah, the industry is just on its tail right now. So, you know, I've just over 30 years experience. I've worked in deep water. I've worked on the shelf. I've worked on land. I've worked up in Alaska. So, yeah. I never did the Alaska bit. Uh, it's, it's really the people's what makes that it's it really is. cool it really really is yeah you're in oil and gas right now or i've been in oil and gas for over 30 years so i've been in 26 and you're just breaking into the drilling breaking into it i worked six months right out of high school on a walkover rig for monk well service and then i just went to being a shop fitter helper and then the past 10 years i've been a process operator at the a paper orange plant. All right. Well, uh, there are plenty of jobs out here. I don't know what you're qualified for as far as breaking in, but you know, you can always start at the bottom, roust about, find your way, as they say. It's going to get better. I mean, it's just, it's it's got to. I mean, no yeah, to get the price of gas down, price of diesel down, get stabilize the economy, it's going to have to get better. Oh, there's no doubt. It's, it's definitely going to get better. It's just when. It's been dragging for a long time. And where have you been working recently? Uh, I've been working, the last time was in Alaska at the beginning of this year, so. What do you do in the HSC, safety, drilling? I'm that safe Safety guy. Okay. I know I know exactly what you're talking Logistics about. Logistics coordinator, night drill rep, you name it. So pretty much. I got hands in just about everything, don't you? Yeah, you got to be uh, multitasked to keep keep the kids in college. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tell me about it. I've got two. I just got through trade school with associate's degrees and then baby girls, senior in high school. So got more coming. Fixing to start medical school. So yeah. You definitely need a job. Have you talked to any of these guys? 
Thank you very much. Good Thank luck. You, Swing back by later if you want. Who did you talk to earlier? I talked to Alpine Silica because they have a plant in Maryville, and that's like 30 minutes from where I live at. That'd be perfect. And so that'll be real good for me. So I'm trying to get in with them. I already have two applications in with them already. I was just talking to the recruiter, get some more information about it. Good. Did it sound positive? It sounded very positive. Sweet. I hope that works for you. Do you know what they would be wanting you to do? Type of work in their plant? Oh, I don't have a clue. I'll just take whatever they got, start at the bottom, work my way up. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Swing back by later if you want. Let me hear about your rest of your stories. Yes, sir. Thank you, you bet. Just meeting people. You know, I got a podcast about the oil field. So talking to people coming into the business, just, you know, what they've done. I wanted to do a little introduction on these three guys that walked up. They asked from afar, hey, could they talk on the mic? And I said, sure, come on up. So they just reached up, snatched the mic, and as you'll tell, they did their own interview. Oh, I love it. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like about the job here? No, me really. No, what do you like about the job here? Do you have do you have any experience there? No, I don't have no experience, but you got to start somewhere. No, that's cool. We we send people off to train anyway. When are you liking to start at? We got some in January. We have some starting in June. Um, what's more, uh, fix your schedule. January. January. Okay. Okay. You have any uh, CDLs? Any anything like that? I don't have a CDL. <laughs> so basically, you don't have nothing. Okay, okay, because we do training. We send people off. We train people and then send them off. Um, but it's basically for the plant. Um, so, you know, we turn big rocks <laughs> into little sand. Yeah. So, um, did you did you look online? Did you scan the barcode and everything? Yes, sir. Okay, and you, did you go for Kermit? No. Nah. Sir, that's the only one that we're going to have available for you. It's, it's three of them, y'all. No, 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 no. Kermit's the only one that'll be able to fit with you because you have no experience, no CDL, no none of that. But when I came yesterday, y'all told me the day before yesterday that uh you came yesterday and we told you the day before yesterday you came yesterday and we told you the day before yesterday uh, see what happened was um the way that yeah sir this this job is just not gonna do for you um no no i promise you it will i need this job okay we can start you off at five dollars an hour um get paid every three weeks you may you better go somewhere else with that <laughs> Interview over. Okay, so we're hiring at uh, $35 an hour. Are you? you, you oh, I'm definitely in there. Okay, well, it's definitely. How you doing, sir? How do you like today? Today's a great day. It's had a lot of opportunities here. Okay, okay, that's awesome. What did you like more? What job are you looking for more? Anything that'll pay my bills, really. That's what we That's what we need. We need ask more of him. Your, your interview is done, sir. Your interview is done. So today, how did you like today? Man, it was great. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I got to keep the family going. Um, yes, we have some resources over there. If you need anything, agencies, go ahead and go over there. They'll get you set up. You need to go over there. Okay. Um, yes, go over there. Over there. Did you go to pro? Did you go to the profile? The Do I need to get security. Yes, please, because he's all up on me. Need room security. 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 Gonna need security. Crazy. He just walked up and he's like, hey, oh, yeah. I, 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 he says, uh, said, can I get on the mic? I'm like, hell yeah, you can get on the mic, you know? Oh yeah. And ahead. and then he takes it. He starts interviewing his friend, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Oh, so. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad they had fun, you know, big smile when they're walking out. Oh, yeah. How was it? How'd it go? It's good. Like I said, a lot of, 
lot of opportunities. So just like I said earlier, Did you stand in the long line here for over an hour. Would you please tell me what in the world they they're selling that everybody wants? <laughs> <laughs> well, they said well if on the little five the little flag thing they have up there the little bulletin board they have a said hiring immediately. So everybody's went, waiting no, in line right. to get hired immediately. But really they're looking for that which they are they're hiring immediately for CDL license mechanics electricians. Right, they have certain positions open, not every position. Right. Well, we don't know that until we get up there to the table. So. I got you. And and I saw Jen, which is the lady that works for Rigzone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was getting information from them and then walking down the line and said, basically, if you don't have this, this, and this, get out of the line. Yeah, she, she didn't start doing that until I was up at the front of the line. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think it about it, they, 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 they should have done that. Not not Rigzone. It's not, that's not Rigzone's issue you know my thing is everybody's walking excuse me is walking in the door and going straight and getting in line yeah and you don't know what you're in line for so i've been trying to tell them hey spread out go do something yeah so did you find anything here that you're looking for oh or that's looking for you maybe i hope they're looking for me i mean <laughs> like i said like I, like i mentioned earlier i'm just putting out putting out hooks to see what we'll buy so all right you headed home i'm heading well picking up my wife we're going to have an anniversary date now so congratulations 14 years where are you headed here in san antonio here in san antonio yeah going down the river walk floating trip down the river there hopefully good deal have a good one thanks 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 again you bet my name's Trey, Oilfield Talk Podcast, and you are? I'm Jonathan Jones. And? Joseph Walker. Joseph Walker. And where are y'all from? Uh, San Antonio, Texas. Likewise. Well, I'm from Gonzales, Louisiana, mm-hmm. which is south of Baton Rouge, between mm-hmm. Baton Rouge and New Orleans. Mm, okay, okay. I drove a long ways. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you're far from home. <laughs> far from home. <laughs> for sure. What are y'all looking for? Um, well, I'm looking for a career. I want something that can change my life. You know what I mean? Something I can... Uh, wake up knowing that oh I have this 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 to do and then I don't know you know just just a career really so and I'm looking for more of a career switch I come from the aviation so I'm trying to switch over all right aviation uh, helicopters airplanes or a little of both yes 900s 800 maxes uh, you're the big boys well you've got a lot of skills that can be used so we just uh, we just talked about the maritime I was hoping he'd be finished with that crew and we'd be able to go in there and get the beginning so have you ever worked in the oil field? Uh, no, I haven't, but I've known somebody who has worked in the oil field, and they told me there's a lot of benefits and, you know, long hours, but that's not really anything. I'm so most industries are 12 hours now, you know, yeah, I mean. Exactly, so that's not really anything I'm worried about. It's really just when when can I start? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yep. There's a, a lot of different, these are all service companies for the, the industry, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just finding different career paths um, that, that work for you, you know, yeah. if you have no experience whatsoever mm-hmm. then you're qualified to do certain things if yeah. you've got a certain skill set not necessarily exactly what they're looking for right. mm-hmm. but I know you're trained I know you understand mechanics so right. I can bring him in and train him quickly to work on a different piece of equipment yeah so, right. you know there's there's pros and cons for all of that so yeah, definitely for sure I'm wondering if we should like Just walk up slowly yeah we can we can if we walk up, they're going to be having a force to engage with us. That's right. Well, I got to ask permission. So so this is maritime career, right? So this is, you can start as a AB or an ordinary seaman 
and then work your way up and work on ships, work on boats, right? Um, does anything from container ships to the work boats that service oil and gas field. And these guys uh, introduce you to it and the career path and that kind of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do within. There's, so there is obviously motors and mechanical and stuff like that. You seem like they're trying to charge you over here. So, well, there are some schools, you know, that are required, but it just depends um, where you are. And right, right. So when you're working in the maritime, you got to get your Coast Guard licenses, right. qualifications that prove, you know, the minimum requirements have been met. Yeah. I'm Trey. I've Trey. got a podcast, Oilfield Talk. Okay. I'm talking to these guys. I heard your spill, and I wanted to listen in as well. Do you mind? Yeah. Rec- uh, just going to record y'all's conversation. Oh, you want me to talk to him? Just give me one second. Let me grab some more. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you can- we must be the big guys on the phone. I guess they are. I haven't talked to them yet. I don't know exactly what they do. So you want me to be super formal? You can be yourself. I mean, it's fine. This is my son, Jonathan. My name is Joseph. We just came to uh, nice see to meet what, you guys. what y'all got going on. So my name is Kelly Crick. I'm with the Seafarers International Union. What we do is we employ and represent people that work on ships all around the world, whether container ships, tankers, cruise ships, dredges, tugboats, pretty much anything that floats, we put people on board. Whether they want to work on our deck department, doing cargo logistics, navigation, basic deckhand work, our engineering department, basically doing vessel maintenance, making sure the ship's operating. Or in our stewards department, basically cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a crew. I always tell people, as far as what department you want to go into, you got to remember on ships, seven days a week, eight to 12 hours a day, 120 days straight. So whatever you can tolerate for that long and do for 20, 30 years is what I would suggest you go into. Myself, I was in a deck department. I went through our program. I sailed as an AB, got my AB maintenance, became a foreman, got my license, and I've been a rep with them for about five years. Uh, what we do have is we have a free training program where you can send someone with zero experience and basically give you all the training and skills you need to be successful in the maritime industry depending on what department you want to go into. So the way the program works is you would go to our facility for four months of training. From there, once you finish those four months, you would then go to one of our U.S. flagships anywhere in the world for 60 days as an entry-level person. Uh, basically, making anywhere between five to $8,000 a month. Once you finish those 60 days, you'll go home. And so we get you another entry-level job for 120 days, still make five to $8,000 a month. The, the added bonus is you'll start getting all of our benefits. So we have badass medical benefits for you and your family. I detail in the health coverage with out-of-pocket maxes. Um, it's probably some of the best health insurance you're going to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have three pension plans. So you do this for 20, 30 years, you're going to be able to retire. Typically, as long as you do five, you're going to get something. Uh, and then we have vacation pay. So the way most of our ships work is as long as you work 30 days, you get 15 days paid vacation. So what that means is after 120 days, you get 60 days paid vacation. Come down to our union hall, you submit it, and we'll cut you a check for X amount of thousands of dollars. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And but, then you get to go spend that time doing what you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But after you finish that 120 days, you'll come back to our facility one last time for a month and become a rated mariner, whether an AB in the deck department, chief cook in the steward department, oiler in the engine department. It's basically a second tier position. Yeah. And just so you guys know, a rated mariner makes anywhere between seven dollars to $10,000 a month. And then once you finish the program, you can become a rated mariner. You sail at your own discretion. So as long as you tip 
typically sell 125 days a year. You keep up on all your benefits. Mm-hmm. Depending what kind of lifestyle you want to live is going to depend on how much you want to work. Obviously, if you want a $500,000 house and a Corvette, you got to work about 300 days a year. <laughs> That's true. That's what anything. Most of our contracts are four months on, two months off, four months on, four months off. Then we got the option. Some guys do six months. We have jobs that are two months at a time, or we got jobs that are month on, month off, week on, week off. Depending yeah, what kind yeah, of lifestyle like you want to live, dude. Yeah. But it's a really great career for someone who wants to see the world, make a bunch of money doing it, as well as get away from that typical nine to five lifestyle. Yes. Because like I said, with four months off, we got guys that do rental properties, food trucks. I know a guy rents out spiders on his off time. <laughs> Myself, when I used to say I would go live in foreign countries, so I lived in China for two and a half years, Morocco, backpacked through half the world and all that stuff. So there's different ways to go about it. Yeah. And then the other thing's good about this career is you decide your own pay increases. So the more experience you have in training, the more money you make, where potentially you become a captain or a chief engineer one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My question is, um, um, are you getting paid going through the, the training stage? So we don't pay while you go to our school. Okay. The reason for that being is because one, we provide free room and board mm-hmm. as well as $60,000 worth of training for free. Mm-hmm. And we actually just streamlined the program. So you go directly to a ship making, you know, wages. So mm-hmm. it kind of, you break even. Oh, after and how long is that school? So initially you go to school for about four months. Then, like I said, two months on ship, then four months on ship, and then a month back at our ship. So right, you got to get your seat time. The whole program takes about a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So in, in, so in that whole year, you're not getting paid. No, when you're on the ships, you are. Oh, okay. okay. But when you're actually at our facility, we don't pay for that because everything's And covered. how long are you at the facility at start? Four months. Four months straight. Yeah. No pay. No pay. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's, 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 that's the only part that. But it's so good for him. Yeah. For him, it's he good. Can do that. How old are you? For that's you, two. we can't do that. Yeah. yeah so we I went. Have I went to the program we straight, have, straight out of high school. Now that's badass, though. Exactly. Now that being said, dude, I mean, we have guys that start by anything. Yeah, they're paying for everything. Really. No, but we have guys that come through our program. They're in their twenties, thirties. 40s, 50s. When I went through it, dude, there was a guy in his 60s. So it can be done. Obviously, everybody's got their different kinds of lifestyles they have to maintain. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, if you can push through those four months, I mean, there's money in those hills. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> really what I'm thinking about, to be honest. But, <laughs> obviously, I think that's real good for you, John. Yeah. Yeah, there's not going to younger, like, Absolutely it's easier for you. Yeah. yeah, when you're debt free and you don't have any attachments <laughs> and you can go for four months, yeah. look, yeah. they're paying room and board. Exactly. It's like, yeah. it's yeah. not going to cost you much, yeah. you know? Except do his time. <laughs> yeah, you have to study. It's hands-on training from what yeah. he's saying. Yeah, you have to study. You'll have to help, you know, uh, help maintain the school. you also do hands-on training. We have a ship there. They'll teach you how to do maintenances, all kinds of stuff. If you want to go in the culinary department, we have an awesome culinary department. They'll teach you how to be a cook the whole nine yards. Hmm. Pretty interesting, eh? But we run a class every single month, man. We're highly recruiting right now. So if you're seriously interested, I would go ahead and apply before, you know, the Where's your school? So our school's located in Maryland, by the way. So it's two hours south of uh, D.C. And then, then y'all, y'all fly them out there too as well? So the initial cost of school will be ballpark at $1,200. So what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to pay for his Twit card, passport, merchant marriage document. There's going to be some physicals you're going to need to take as well as you cover your initial travel to our school. But I'll tell you, you can fly with Spirit or Southwest to yeah. Baltimore for under 200 bucks if you time it right. So, and I mean, it's honestly up to you. If you want to take a bus, train, you want to hitchhike, it's up to you. <laughs> I 
would not do an Uber. No, yeah. yeah not an Uber for sure. <laughs> but if you are interested, you just give your information. My coworker will send you a link to apply. You can also do your research, man. From there, once I receive your application, I'll contact you within 24 hours or 48 hours, minus the weekend, obviously. And then from there, it's about coming down to our union hall, take a basic English math test, have an interview with myself, which is kind of like what we're doing right now. But it's more in depth. We'll actually talk about everything. And then we go from there. It's all about getting you selected. And then it's about getting all those documents and physicals. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. You have uh, something I can sign? or Yeah, yeah just talk to that guy with the, uh, the computer. Seafarers International Union. And they do a school. Yep. All right. And your name again is? My name's uh, Kelly Crick. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it. No brother. All right. You have a good one. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. you got a card? Yeah. Where's yeah. That going? yeah. Give me one second. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> Let me know. Everywhere. All right. So I've got an oil field talk podcast. Okay. And I come to these uh-huh. to promote, you know, the oil field in, yeah. in general, but also to talk to people. I do interviews and get their their stories, their history, what they did, and usually some crazy something that people won't even believe it happened, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking for as far as uh, interviews go. I appreciate y'all letting me listen to your, your spill. As yeah, far thank as, you. You're very you know, welcome. Yeah. yeah. So your name is? My name is Joe Zavala. I'm the port agent of Houston, Texas for Seafarers International Union. All right. So uh, you might have some stories of the oil patch? Yeah, I do. Um, so I was on a ATB, or Articulated Tug Barge, and we transported uh, 80, 87 octane, 91 octane fuel for various contractors. Some of them, we probably not, probably shouldn't mention their, their names. Uh, yeah, I can um, them out if you do. We were, part of our contract was we were transporting diesel fuel. And it was back in 2008 when low sulfur diesel was coming online and it was going to be the new thing on what had to be. So we had some new low sulfur generators. We kept, they were, they were Cummins engines. We kept burning up fuel injectors. You know uh, how complex a diesel fuel injector is. We kept burning them up. I was an entry level diesel mechanic at the time. Our engineer, our, our chief engineer couldn't figure out what was going on. A contract for that vessel was we would pump fuel from the barge, from the cargo that we were transporting, and we could use to run our generators. Right, that your was, own. Yeah, exactly. Would, so fill, your, fill your own tanks up. Yeah, we'd fill our own tanks up. And so we were doing that. What happened was we were like, oh, this, these things are not low sulfur diesel. We're coming up the Mississippi River. And how busy the Mississippi River is, there's all kinds of stuff going on. The captain on there was getting pressure from the company to get this job to get the job fixed. We were running out of spare parts because the the injectors were seizing up. So we were at the point where we had to get this fuel delivered, and it's 10 o'clock at night. We have what's called dark boat. Both generators die. Vessel goes black. Blackout. Yep. And there's a cruise ship coming up behind us, going 15 knots. We are in a panic to uh, to get these uh, to get these generators started. It was before one or two injectors were started. All six cylinders in the, in the Cummins Street Six, all they all blew out at the same time. We were left with just the last six diesel engine with the last six diesel injectors to get this this uh, articulated tug bar started. 
If not, we were going to go sideways. turn sideways and block the we were gonna go Mississippi sideways River. Yeah. We were going to block the Mississippi River, and this cruise ship was going to was going to nail us, and it was going to be a disaster. We were able to get all those injectors done in time. You know, me being the entry level guy, but being a former dealership mechanic that had to work on commission on how fast you could spin. <laughs> right, you know how, how fast to. you could spin your wrench. They were like, "Man, you spin wrenches really fast," and I was like, "Well, when you're doing it for commission." and not salary you learn to do it really fast I was like wow so uh, we get all these started get the vessel going we were able to get to a safe place captain said I'm not moving this vessel without tug assist we were able to get two tug assists get to where an engineer could die a chemist could diagnose the fuel on what was going on uh, and they found out that it wasn't the low sulfur diesel it was the high content of the sodium in the diesel mixture that would get filtered out at the plant that we're delivering it to. Oh, no. That would so, make it suitable to be able to run in, in commercial diesel engines. It, it wasn't uh, your fault. So it wasn't the fault of the sulfur. It was the fault, it was the fault of the sodium. Wow. So, too much salt. In the, it was, so we basically made the joke, we had too much salt in our diesel. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. I'll let you talk to your man. All right. No, no problem. Thank you. So I'm Trey and you are? Nate. Nate, and I heard you say you've been in the industry, what, 16 years? Uh, 18 years. 18 years, excellent. You mind if I put this on my podcast? No, you go ahead, just sweet. And you are? I'm Brian Taylor. Brian Taylor, where are you from? I'm from Houston, Texas, Lake City area. Yeah, I'm from Gonzales, Louisiana, so I'm about eight hours that away. Like I said, I'm doing the interviews, just talking to people, really. Stories, I've got about 10 right now, and just do interviews with people, not just this. This is trying to meet people, right, and get the word out. I heard you say you got a lot of experience, so I, I knew you'd have to have at least one crazy story that nobody will believe. I don't know. I think the, I haven't been through too many accidents. I don't like the blood and guts, yeah, but no, the, did you ever pull a joke on anybody? One of the craziest things that happened is that we're going in relief, and we, which it was an accident, but nobody got hurt. It was right at relief. The driller went up to make a connection on the drilling rig. It's an older style rig, ideal style. Uh, draw works are on the ground, and then uh, you got to go down there and make sure you check all the brakes, the brake pads, make sure they're all tight and the bolts are all tight. Uh, for some reason, he went upstairs, clutched on it, and I just hear him keep clutching. I was like, what's going on? And he goes, it's not grabbing, it's not grabbing. And all of a sudden, you, luckily he had already made the hook and it was, the pipe was, but the top drive was like 90 foot up in the air. And it bent the tube, it bent the, bent the pipe, and then he was pumping on it and you just see it spray out the V door and it came down and I just, I was looking up and you just see it, he was already drilling on it, boom, boom, and you just see it whip around and then twirl up the drill line and then come all the way to the rig floor. Oh yeah, it was a... Yeah, that's was, ugly. Yeah, yeah. it was a big... Yeah. Welcome to the oil field. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> and then all we did, we we saw it, we it was wrapped up, we got the forklift, we pulled it out and then we, we lifted up on it and then it unraveled itself. Oh wow. Yeah. And all that torque built yeah, yeah, it unraveled itself. After we unraveled it, we put it back on. And then it was a whole big two, oh. three day shutdown. And yeah, got to get all that stuff fixed. Everybody had to come on. So, what, what are you looking for in the oil field? Um, honestly, I'm just looking for a new experience. My dad's been in the oil field a while. He was on offshore, and uh, that's what know. I do. I work offshore. I'm that safety guy on the rig. Yeah, I'm actually a welder, and he's. I have a couple certifications.
locations doing that, and he just, he's like, hey, man, this uh, event's going on. Go check it out. He's like, I think it'd be good for you. I'm trying to switch. Definitely. This, so that's why I'm here. So have you ever been to one of these? No, sir. Okay, so number one, you don't have to be in this line. Well, you're actually not in the line, I guess. The line's kind of moved. Well, not a lot. But anyway, you don't have to be in this line, right? This line's just for that one company. Right. But there's a couple of other companies. So there's like five different people here. These are all different oil rig companies? Yeah, they're all service companies. So what, why is everybody waiting? I don't know. The name of the company is ProFrac. Yeah. Production. Yeah. It's on the production side of the, after you drill the well out, just the production side. After, right. It's, after the well they, they frack the well after they drill it. Who should I go talk to? So you go talk to all of them. So you've got the, right here's like if you want to work on boats and stuff. And over there, silica. I don't know, digging up sand. Solid separation over there. Solid separations. So whenever you're drilling, like the solids come over the shakers and then that one, they either separating the, the oil-based fluid or the water-based fluid. That's pretty simple work. Yeah, yeah. yeah go talk to them. Yeah. You just never know. We yeah, can slide. I'm going to go to all of them. I figured I'd start here just because the line's the longest. Yeah, hey, look at it either way. I don't know exactly what they do. We can slide down a little bit if yes, you want. What are you looking for? Are you currently working? I was working for Enzyme Drilling. I was a driller under the rig, and then uh, they let us go. Rig stacked out. Now, are you seeing that as a trend right now? Yeah. You're working land-based mostly? Yeah, land-based, yeah. Midland, Odessa area. So I was just up there for the last event they had. In. It's stacked out. I don't know if it's just that company in general, but... Uh, the price is dropping. You yeah, know. it dropped pretty good, but not, not too much. But uh, it was steady work, and then really what I think it is, they had lost a contract with... And then dropped six of his rigs and then picked up another six from. Yep. Yeah, it's competitive market right yeah, now. So whenever it happens, they stack us out, they let us go, and then. You're got to look for a job. I look for a job. <laughs> yeah. You ever worked offshore? No, nah, never. I always wanted to go, but then uh, I had some buddies that went from offshore to land, and they're just like, man, I'd rather work on land. You can at least leave and go have a beer after work. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons. There's advantages. And there's not near as much pay difference as there used to be. Yeah, there used to and be. And you said you were a driller. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the stud dog on the Derek. You know, he's in charge of all that stuff. You'd be a roughneck for him. Yeah, exactly. Start from the bottom, hopefully work my way up. Exactly. You don't have any ideas what you want to do yet as far as uh, just want to get out there, yeah, find your welding job? Yes. I want. I look, you want to start from the beginning just so I can understand, you know, the basics and work my way up. I can tell you this. I know a welder, God's honest truth, who became a safety manager and who later became a drilling manager. There's some crazy paths in this oil field that are always possible. It's not just, oh, you can never do that. Because he's a perfect point in case of career path that's possible. Awesome, man. That's motivating for him. All right. Thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And you're coming from Midland? No, I'm coming. I'm living here in San Antonio. Living in San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. And where'd you come from? Uh, New Braunfels. Oh, right you're just outside. down the road. Yeah, right outside. Well, I came from Gonzales, Louisiana. You know, it's a long drive. South of Baton Rouge, between Baton Rouge and New Orleans. Yeah, I used to work a lot in, uh, when I used to work for Cameron, I used to work in Baton Rouge, Port Allen. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's that other? Pascagoula, not Pascagoula. Pascagoula's in Mississippi. What's the other one? It's a little town. Oh, Plaquemine? No. It's a little town. I forgot. Yeah, because I used to work a lot around there with Cameron. Oh, there's there's all oil yeah, all over there. That's my favorite place to go. The food's the best. Yeah, the best, yeah. I'm sorry. Y'all got good brisket over here. We got everything else. Yeah, everything else is good. Yeah, y'all caught us. And we can do brisket pretty damn good. Thank you. All right.
all right, I got somebody just walked up and says, what do you do? So I said, well, I interview people. You want to, that's right. I set him up. Actually, you walked up to me. So <laughs> your name true. is Cladius Tocumbo. Cladius? Yeah, like the emperor, Cladius. And the last name? Tocumbo. As a Nigerian, what's that? Brother, I have, I didn't know that last name and I don't think I could spell no, it. No, nobody has heard of it before. So are you from Nigeria? Yeah, I've been like 25 years. Excellent, excellent. Yes. People say, I that don't count anymore. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So what are you here for? What are you looking for? Yeah, I, I just I drove in this morning from Dallas, so it took me like five hours. So I came wow. That's a that's a drive. Yep, it was a drive. So. I came in from Gonzales, Louisiana, oh, south of Baton Rouge. It was over eight hours. Woo! My wife's from uh, Natchitoches, Louisiana. Yeah, well, I grew up in Alexandria, so right down the road. Yes. Have you been for the lights? Have you been for the Christmas lights? Yes, uh huh. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, very good. <laughs> she loves it. That's how we got we, we got married. Ah, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, I came here um, just trying to check out the the fracking uh, companies. But coming, have you been in fracking before? No, I work alongside of the fracking guys doing right. uh, compressed natural gas and yep. fueling and stuff like that. But I've never been in actual equipment operator before. Something I was interested in to check it out. So, so did they help you? Oh, uh, they gave me, yeah. I already applied online, but then um, they told me that um, that actually since I have experience in compressed natural gas, right. that they're looking for something like that too. So they'll put a note down for me. Just in case it was some other day. Yep. I tell everybody, try to, whatever training you've got, let them know because you might not fit into their exact peg they're looking right. for, that hole, but you've got skills that they need. Right, right. And that's it sounds like Claudius does. Yeah, that's true. And I also, the line was long. <laughs> was it long? I counted that line. At one point, I know there was over 100 people. I counted. Yeah, I think I finally made it to those guys after two hours. Oh my Oh my gosh. Well, I've been standing the whole time. You've been watching me. Yeah, so that's why you're hanging out. Yeah. But I'm glad I came by anyways because some of the companies that I never heard about, right. they sound pretty interesting. It does. The Mercy Marine. Well, that's maritime. Mercy. That's, yeah, that's good. I, I've never really thought about them, heard about such, such that, type Working of on ships. Yeah. That's what it is. They make some good money. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they do. And I work offshore as well. Oh, you do? I work on the drilling side, though. So oh, okay. I work on it for a contract driller. So if the company big old, no, I'm not a company man, but if I'm a safety guy, oh. that's what I am. I'm that safety guy. Yeah. I love safety if guys. They want to draw necks on the ocean and say, uh -huh. drill for oil here. Okay. They hire us. We bring our ship in, drill pipe, our people okay. actually physically drill the hole. Oh, wow. After that, then we leave and they make all the money. We're just hired help. <laughs> oh, wow. So you have like a uh, entry level type of role in? Of course we do. What company do you work for? Well, I can't. I'll tell you that in a minute. I can't really tell you that on the podcast. Oh. No, actually, look, no, no. I, I mean, I don't mind at all. I, I will definitely yeah, tell you. Actually, I've been with them for 26 years. Oh, wow. When I started thinking about this, I said, I'm going to talk to my company and yeah. tell them, look, this is what I want to do. Is it going to cause any problems? That's right. And I went all the way up through the legal department and they said, uh, nobody's ever asked that question before. That, of course, man. podcasts are, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of new in a, in a sense. Yeah. It went all the way to the top and they came back and they said, look, just don't name names. Okay. You know, don't name. Now, if somebody says a company name, I can always beep it out. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not worried about that and I wasn't I don't 
I don't want people on here slagging this company or slagging right, that company. Exactly. It's not gonna not gonna make it on the air. Right, right, you know, right, so right. my company is not hard to figure out who I work for. Let me just okay. put it that way. But I don't want to say it just I, because they asked me not to. Absolutely. But I'll get you the information. Oil patches got diverse jobs and they've got a lot of entry level jobs. Okay. Some of them can use your experience that you already have. Some okay. of them, you know, may not. But okay. you never know. You never know. And always, you know, put that application in. Yeah. Talk to people, network. That's how you actually get those connections. And exactly. You driving back to Dallas today? Yep. I might give me a nap in or something like that. Get That's probably, I came in, I drove in yesterday. I left okay. the house about 5.30 and I got here about 2.30. Oh, wow. So it was a long day. Yeah. I was able to slip through Houston okay. at, at about 10.30. Yeah. So it wasn't bad traffic. It wasn't the before work traffic. It wasn't the lunch traffic. Yeah. I kind of threaded that needle. And you I'm going straight through. Yeah, straight Ooh, through. You gangsters, sir. That's right. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> you got to shoot that needle as fast as you can, you know. Yeah. So when I leave here, I'm going back to Sealy, Texas, which is okay. close to close to Houston. Yes. And I got an interview with another guy tonight. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. I'm going to sit down with him and hear some of his uh, crazy stories and Good adventures. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, I want this is an interesting story. Well, I don't know if I, I have it, but um, you know, people always use the term uh, "off your off your rat" or something like that. Off your track. Right. Yeah, but I saw an actual off-field rat on location. It looks it was a mixture of like a kangaroo and a rat. It was it was it was actually right. it was a nice-looking rat. Have you ever seen a rat on locus nope. before? No. Nope. Where was it? it, it was, uh, I was in a, I think I was in um oh, New Mexico somewhere. Okay. Car is back somewhere. Right. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, it was. Was it, it was, wearing a sh oil field shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was quick. It was hopping around like a kangaroo. It was interesting. Okay, uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, I, I can't remember. Off when the top we get of off, I, I think I have the video. I show it's you. Probably a kangaroo rat. It, you know, is is there such thing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy names for animals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he actually let me, you know, get close by him and videotape him and everything. Oh, you know, well, yes. Well, if it was a touristy place, he's wanting you know candy bar and drop me some food, man. Come on. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. No, thanks for the story. Yeah. Safe travels back. I'm going to go back to Sealy and report right. him tonight. All right. Maybe another one tomorrow. Good stuff. While I'm traveling, I like to stop along the way. Yeah. Anybody I can find that's interested, yeah. you know, I try to broadcast on Facebook. And, is and that your... This is the website. It's on that page. Okay, okay, so if you just use your phone and scan uh -huh. the QR code, okay, cool. all the information will pop up. You can check out the podcast. Huh, okay. Something to do on the drive back, right? Oh, yeah. You just pull Absolutely. up the podcast, have a listen, and you'll just hear some crazy stories is it podcast is it mostly you or different uh, it's different people different hosts. oh no is i'm the host but i interview different people okay, okay it's not my story you'll hear a little of my story but you know it's their story but it's your show right. yeah exactly it's show. yeah okay it's your show exactly all right cool dude. yeah i got the on the back of the shirt there yeah that's so, uh, so you you work in the office and you have your own podcast bingo nice yeah i've been in it well i've been in it so long i mean at least yeah. i can talk to talk when you're sitting down with somebody it, there'd be nothing worse than me trying to interview a swimming pool builder <laughs> 
I don't have a clue how to build a swimming pool. Exactly. I'm gonna try to interview you. And well, first thing we do is we dig this hole. Okay, I got that much. <laughs> and that's where my interest stops. I mean, I have no experience. If I'm gonna do a podcast, I might as well do it about something I know. Exactly. I know the oil field, at least my narrow bit that I've been in. All right. And I don't know land-based. So I'm okay. actually very interested in the land-based stuff. Okay. I've been coming to all these rig zone events. Okay. That's and and talking to people. Yep. I went to Lafayette. I've been to okay. Midland, San Antonio. I missed Houston because I was at work. Okay. You know, I'll make Houston one day. It's a big one. Yeah. That's, it's get a lot of people there. Oh, wow. wow so I'll get a lot of interviews. So, I mean, so what is your schedule like for your work schedule? How- I work 28 and I'm home 28. Oh, wow. Okay. I work a month and I'm uh, four weeks and I'm home four Where weeks. Where you going back? I go back December. Okay. Are you flying? You fly? Actually, I drive to the heliport and then we fly out offshore in the Gulf. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Just drive down to Homa. Yeah. Get on a helicopter. So how many people on, on when you we work? We max out somewhere around 220, I think, on our ship. Really? Yeah. 220 people working on that ship. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Got some young, old, male, female. Everything. Everybody's Absolutely. There. A lot of females are working in the industry now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. One time I ran into a, in Mexico, I saw a, a female uh, line boss. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the first time. My cousin, she graduated a chemistry engineer, a a chemical engineer and chemistry major or something. Okay. And... I'll beep it out. Oh, hired. Yeah. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a company in uh-huh. the oil field yeah, yeah. hired her and moved her to Hobbs, New Mexico. Okay. And she became a cementer. They trained her. Yeah. You know, and she worked for them for several years. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's real good. Well, good deal, man. Appreciate it. What's your name again? Trey. Trey. Cladius. Cladius. Yes, I sir. love the name, Thank brother. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Safe best. drive back. Thank you. Be well. Bye-bye. Have a listen. I'm going to do a little teaser promo for next episode. Mr. Crutcher. Mr. Crutcher is probably my favorite guest to date. Goes back to the old school oil field and the stories he has to tell. You just won't believe. So sit back, listen to this little short clip and come back in two weeks. Or I might make it a little earlier and listen to Mr. Crutcher's full story. This is Oilfield Talk. I'm in Sealy, Texas, which is just west of Houston. And I'm sitting down with Mr. Crutcher, who is 80 years old. 88. 88 years old. Oh, I'm so sorry. Said he got into the oil field at 14 years old. If anybody does the math, that's a long time. So Mr. Crutcher's agreed to just tell us some stories, tell us some history. Any, I told him anything he wants to talk about, I'll record. So, Mr. Crutcher. Thank you. The July 4th air conditioning story. Well, to begin with, one of their primary lines of business was walk-in coolers. On a Friday before 4th of July weekend, 4th of July is on Monday, about 3.30 in the afternoon, and I get this telephone call, Gary Crutcher. Yes, sir. It's Lyndon Johnson. I said, yes, sir. You own Frederick, don't you? I said, yes, sir. I've got your equipment and my walk-in coolers, and it's Friday. And on Monday, I've got a 4th of July barbecue, and there's going to be 1,500 people here. These walk-in coolers have quit working. 
and I've got all this meat in those coolers, and I need some help. I said, Mr. President, you know, it's 4th of July week. He said, Crutcher, boy, you don't understand. I need some help. I said, let me call the plant right quick. I called. All the service department had left except the manager. I told him what had happened. He said, well, I got a fishing trip. I said, yeah, but we're dealing with the president of the United States. What do you want me to do? I said, get your tools and be at Stinson Airport in San Antonio, Stinson Field, in an hour and a half, and I'll pick you up personally in a bonanza, and we're going to fly to Johnson City. Nomad Mobile Productions is a broadcasting and media production company that produces podcasts and provides a mobile podcast studio complete with audio and video recording equipment. We also offer post-production processing, editing, marketing, and publication for podcasts. Our mobile production studio will come to you. Visit our webpage, nomadmobileproductions.com, or our Facebook, 